What up, gang? Another banger episode for you today. Jason Galern, dude's hilarious. He's a great guy, great comic, and he actually knows what he's talking about when it comes to investing in stocks and real estate and everything like that. So with that being said, today's podcast is brought to you by Footpuss, the premier leading Footpuss on the market. The thing is amazing. I've had it for years. Check it out, Footpuss. And one last thing, if you want a little Easter egg for you, at the end of this episode, it's going to be about an hour and 30 minutes in. It's all the way at the end. If you want to listen to Jason Galern's podcast, it's called the Promo Code Podcast. It's about seven, eight minutes long, and it's absolutely just the entire time laughing it through. It's great. Check it out, and uh, tell us what you think. Tell us if you like it. That's about it. Enjoy the show. We're going to roll the clip. Jason, you just yeah. made a good point for our readers. You said well, yeah. real estate in the stock market and, and I think what you're saying is the are the only two venues that we know of that are consistent at staying above inflation. And I think that's, and you're right, you're right. I mean, those are the two main entities that there are out there to, uh, to stay above inflation and, uh, and try to get you to the finish line. So how he goes like from talking about anal and cum to very professional. That was amazing. <laughs> Switch up there. I've been doing it for years. purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. Welcome to Cash Daddies. We're banking fatties. I hope you all are doing well. I had a great weekend. I hope the whole crew had a great weekend. I know how we did. We did a bunch of gigs together. We were in Pennsylvania performing outdoors, and then we were at the Dojo Comedy in New Jersey. Again, if you want to see me live, I got a bunch of dates like Miami coming up. I have Vegas on the 16th and I have, uh, and I have Miami October 21st through the 23rd joining me as always my, my favorite people on the planet. We got Howie Dewey. How are you, Howie? Good, my man. Good, my man. Fun weekend. Great weekend. Had a blast. You're the best. How I love hanging out with you, dude. Uh, Evan, how are you? Doing well, doing well. We do have to give out some PSAs. I'm going to do it here instead of before the show. Okay. We, we got some people buying knockoff shirts, I hear. Stop buying that Chinese shit, man. ECP no bueno. Yeah. D dude, it is It is cashdaddiestshirts.com. That's, That's the only it. place. You want to buy T and we got a bunch of new shirts coming out. We're going to put Neff as a young lady coming out. We're going to have Grizzly Whiskers. That shirt. We got more and more shirts. And guys, guess what? If you design a shirt for us, we're going to throw you a little scratch. We're looking for shirts. Send us some shirts, some hot action, a little scratchy scratch for your, your young Christian warriors out there. Uh, how are you doing, Chris? You know, guys, I really wanted to be with you over the weekend, but I had some things I had to take care of. So I stuck local. I went into a K hole of poker um which happens you know and it was good that, oh yeah it was good it was good yeah. but i'd much rather be performing stand-up than grinding out cash games but i know we were on a limited time thing but i do need to ask you a what would you do situation because it's been driving me crazy all weekend and just to get to the short it's not a story it's just something that happened 
So I'm on this bender, this poker bender, and I come home at three in the morning and I walk in, the food bowls are empty. And then I look down at the new guy, you know, Woodrow Wilson, 9-11 was not an inside job, Saki, we landed on the moon, Rothschild. And I buy my water in the cases and he sits on the case and I take one bottle out of there. And all of a sudden I hear this water sound and he's sitting there pissing on the entire case of water. Okay. He hates his name. <laughs> he's pissing. And here's where I got lucky. I was like, my floors are going to be soaked. No, I lifted up the case of water and all the piss was stuck inside the case of water. So I couldn't decide what to do with the case of water. So I put it on the porch for two days and then I'm debating, do I wash off the water bottles? Do I throw it out? I decided to throw it out. I don't know if that's wasteful, but that's what I did. Why, why didn't you just take the water bottles out? and like? Yeah, the they were covered in cat piss. Do you know how tough it is to get the smell of cat piss off of anything? You can't. It's impossible. So you I can't. did the right thing. You just toss it, right? I had a leather bag for 35 years that uh, I went to my ex-wife's and her cat pissed on it. And it, I had to throw it out. It was done. Yeah. And here's the thing. I don't spank my cats. Um, but yeah, I understand but you'll spank your monkey. Yeah. You'll let, you'll let your, you'll put some tuna on the head of that thing. Let them spank you. But I understand, you know, there's a transition period here. I have to give extra. If anyone knows about transition. <laughs> yeah. You, what are you in your six months? My point. No, it's three weeks with Woodrow Wilson. Nine 11 was not an inside job. Saki. We landed on the moon Rothschild. And I want to make sure I'm, I'm sharing the love with everybody. And it's like, I got to give sweeters extra time, mom, extra time. And you know, Woodrow Wilson, we landed. I can't on the believe boat. you don't have a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> the point it is really cats, cats are very, girls love guys. Cats <laughs> are very territorial. And if I have to deal with one bag or a box of water that got pissed on, I think I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing okay. So I, I'm great. I'm great. Uh, I had a great weekend. Did a lot of fun gigs. Jet blue. It's gone to shit. It's just gone to shit. <laughs> I can't believe you were that late, man. I ran two hours late. They're on you about your nostrils showing. And like Newark could be the worst airport in the history of airports. Uh, but outside that, man, uh, dude, Evan, you got moved in either New York City or L.A. You got to do it, dude. You're at that age, man, where you're young, you're full of fun. It's I'll New never, York City, dude. I'll never go to New York City. Where are you going to go? You're going to stay where you place. are in the Appalachians? Oh, yeah, it's the greatest, it's the greatest fucking city in the world. Where can you go? Coming you from a 50-year-old with hat on sideways. I don't, I, don't need okay. to pay, I don't need to pay $2,500 a month for 600 square feet when I can just do all my work from my house. Respect, dude. Respect. Nah. Live in Jersey, bro. Go into the city like a fucking grown-ass man. And by the way, the rents have dropped quite a bit here. And if you want to buy a lobster at 3.30 in the morning, you can go do it here in New York. Dude, right now, uh, 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 Howie, you look like every substitute teacher trying to connect with his black students. Um, well, considering I was a teacher and 90% of my class was black <laughs> and most of them passed because their mothers were very generous, uh, you know. I don't get it. Where are you? Are you like uh, a bohemian artist now? Is that a fucking... I'm in a place right now where uh, two of the largest jazz players in the history of our country recorded their albums. So you, that's where you buy your heroin. <laughs> well, 
those guys did. I, I, <laughs> I, if I didn't have a problem with needles, I probably would too. But Johnny Coltrane and uh, what are you at the Blue Note basement? What do you call uh, Johnny way Coltrane? Than the Blue Note. This is John where they recorded Miles Davis and Johnny Coltrane. It's right John, here. John Coltrane. Yeah, it's not Johnny. Johnny. What are you it's on a first Johnny. name basis with? Yeah. It's Dickie Hart and Johnny Coltrane. <laughs> and don't fucking question me on that. Guys, uh, you know, uh, I had a great week. Uh, yeah, okay. You know, nice little bounce back in crypto. A yeah, nice little do. bounce back. Here's my question. How long is this bounce going to last? Because, you know, Bitcoin's creeping up to like 48 and a half. I mean, it was at 42 earlier this week. Is this going to cut? Is this going to come back? I mean, that's every that's what everybody just keeps talking like they're predicting programming it. But I don't know, man. I'm happy with it, man. I, I'm really, you know, we have a great interview. I kind of talk about there, too. But I, I'm wondering when I, I got to jump on this uh, Bitcoin. Jump in or jump out? Jump out. Well, I mean, like I said, you got a you got a sizable chunk. So I mean, it's not like you have to bail on all of it. But you know, you've got to practice your rules for thee and not for me. I want to see you take some of this digital and put it into some physical. I want to. Uh, see, that's my goal. I want to see that happen. He's going to do it. Yeah, that's my goal. Uh, anything else, guys? Or are we going to get to our wonderful guest? You know. I think we should get right into the guest. It's been a long weekend, and um, I, I I think we're going to run long with him because he's so fucking funny anyway. So let's start this thing. Guys, one of the best to ever do it, Mr. Jason Galern. Enjoy the show. All right. Great show, guys. Yeah, man. That was Great. good. Um, oh, snaps. Let's get into this. Who we got, Neff? Uh, joining us now, everybody, um, this is not a stretch for me to say, uh, not only is he one of my, uh, very good friends in life, but also one of my comedic heroes. Welcome to the show, everybody. Jason Galern. How are you, buddy? I'm good. Uh, I would have been on a long time ago. If you, I mean, who schedules, you can, can you pick a worse fucking time and day to schedule this? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's all Neff. Everything's Neff. Neff just sounds Neff. like Nell. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you look like you're in the movie set from Nell. All right, so what's this going is, uh, on? By the way, Neff, you just gave him the worst <laughs> intro ever. You should have gave him the proper intro. Right. It was like this guy had the greatest yeah. set of all time on the Tonight Show ever of all time. <laughs> well, let's run it back. I because I think the Kimmel one's just as good. We're running it, dude. We so it's uh. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out, you know, Tripoli, before we start recording, Tripoli says, are you really going to bail trip? Because one of my favorite pods of all time was when Trip was with, uh, what was the name of that trip with uh, the International Bad Boys Hour? Well, that was the name of it with Steven and Chels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, I don't know if you guys remember, but Trip had a pod with those two and it was it was incredible incredible fucking listening and then the whole thing fucking imploded and i told all of them i said look i can see this is going fucking bad i said just hang on and keep doing it because it's a brilliant fucking listen and then it went to shit and then they got together and started fucking so i mean some good 
Some good dude thing came from out of that. It. From that came Tim Fall Hat, and my life changed. Well, there you go. Oh, well, that's brilliant. So I'm just worried that Neff and and Howie and whoever the fuck your cool producer is with the red <laughs> back gets all the his, their oh. life change could change for the worse. So trip, just hang in. I think. I mean. By the I way, our producer, our producer is the head of a multi-level marketing scam right now and makes about $10,000 a week. So I, I that doesn't go to my bank account. <laughs> so that's so great. You got work. a real producer. So maybe that was the problem Trish, because <laughs> it was just you and those two and the fucking thing imploded. So if you need, you got a ride producer. Everything happens for a reason. Steve's killing it. Chelsea's killing it. We still all love each other. Good. I don't know. You know, with Steve's Steve's Instagram, you don't know what's real, what's fake, but they're trying to say that Chelsea's pregnant. So if true, holy that'd shit, be brilliant, wonderful, oh fucking brilliant. Those two gerbils having a little gerbil would be perfect. I okay, mean, okay, well, and I have two more perfect people for each other because so, of the Bad Boys International International, international Bad Boys. Boys. They found love, dog. We they I found love, love. But enough of podcasts of past. Let's talk about right now. Galern, you're one of my favorite people. I could watch you do stand up forever. Uh, you're just, it's just an you. honor and privilege. Have you been back to the store a lot lately? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, she's given me uh, late, late night spots. So it's cool. 11 45. And uh, I know you've been back. I've seen your name on the list a few times here, but it's, it's cool. I just think they don't, the crowd doesn't stay as late as it used to because of the COVID shit, but still good, good gigs. Fun. I haven't gigs. been there for a couple months. I'm just taking a break, you know, taking just, a break, you know, for my whole life, I was doing, uh, I was doing, uh, away games, you know? So now with a little tiny bit of success, I can now do home games. So I'm just going to play home games for a little while, which means what, that. which means what just going on the road, selling anywhere from 50 to a hundred to, you know, if I go out with, with, uh, you know, Eddie, we'll go like 200 and some tickets and I'll just entertain fans for a little while. That's fucking brilliant. I mean, look, uh, trip, it's been a long years doing this shit and the coconut teaser years. I don't know. If oh my God. I Neff, remember like, the coconut teaser, but I never Neff, performed there. You, you never did dude. Classic no. dude. Yeah. Way it back really was. Death. It was before we, before regulars, we were regular at the store and then you do any gigs and it would be a fucking musician and then a comic. Yeah. And be, I mean, those are like really fun fucking times early on, you know, Paul yeah. Mooney, when he wasn't calling me the N word, uh, pulled me aside one time in the hall and he was when I was just new at the comedy store and he's like these are the best years of comedy man you're just running and gunning you don't care if you're making money you just want to do stand up and tell jokes and man he was right dude I mean I, don't get me wrong I love what, where I'm at right now it's a lot of fun but you know there's a pressure of selling tickets and then you got yeah. fans and you got you know no matter how good I do I think I bombed I, I used to just love doing just going up to five people and just bringing a hammer of the gods to them. There's something very freeing. <laughs> Do you guys yeah. remember a place called Smoke and Johnny's? Yeah, no. of course. Yeah, okay, in, uh, in the Valley? Yeah, because I when I first got to L.A. Great, great, great gig. When I first got to L.A., I ended up in a bathroom with a guy doing a bunch of lines of cocaine. Of course. Cocaine. Of course. My mouth was full. <laughs> and I'll never forget. He said, I got to get you over to Smoke and Johnny's and the coconut teaser. 
So I, I never did either one, but I'll never forget that guy because he had really, really good coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was when Neff couldn't afford any drugs, so I sucked strangers' dicks for fucking PayPal. <laughs> Neff's got a real Neff job. Had a, Neff had a checkbook. <laughs> yeah, Neff used to write checks for coke. <laughs> I never yeah. bounced one. <laughs> yeah, but What's that guy, with- that that guy bounced some uh, some le- some Elmer's glue off your forehead that night in the bathroom. Okay, so are we gonna get all this off right at the top? <sighs> oh no, we got a lot. Lot. Right, here we go. Brother. Dive in. Dive all in. All right. So right. good learn, dude. This is a financial podcast. Uh, are you into like? Are you are you a stock guy? Do you love stocks? Are you into crypto? What do you? What, what, yeah. What no. Uh, everyone tells me to get into crypto, and then I just every time I do, I watch it fucking sink. So yeah. I I don't know anything about it. So I've steered clear from from crypto. But yeah, I mean the stock market is. Uh, it's really the only way besides real estate that is a is a you know a legitimate way to make fucking money and it's so like you wouldn't put your money in a bunch of guns is what you're saying <laughs> to buy and sell guns just or, to own yeah. guns oh, but you made a good guns. point jason you just yeah. made a good point for our readers you said well yeah real estate in the stock market and and i think what you're saying is the are the only two venues that we know of that are consistent at staying above inflation. And I think that's, and you're right, you're right. I mean, those are the two main entities that there are out there to, uh, to stay above inflation and, uh, and try to get you to the finish line. So how he goes like from talking about anal and cum to very professional. That was amazing switch up there. I've been doing it for years. <laughs> and it used to be tough when I actually worked for, on Wall Street when I would have like clients on the phone and they were like, what did you just say? <laughs> you, did you say I was going to get backdoored? <laughs> well, that's true. Right? All, all, all those guys are fucking my kid is now back east. He's 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 in. He's uh, going to be a business major. He's going to school back east to start his freshman year in college. And I was trying to tell him, like, Dude, come on, man. Talk about your your son is like a top shelf. Yeah. Like, what? Well, he's, he's, shout, shout out. Shout out. Shaga learn. Let's not downplay his good. skills, brother. So he's good. He plays water polo back east. And then but like the point is, I want him to study fucking the money, the fucking money. So, you know. I don't know how to hustle for money. Trip, you're a fucking genius. Neff, you're halfway between very smart forward. So you have a business, you do this. I don't know how to fucking make money on the side. So I, I need a job. So I'm telling him, this is America. Go study fucking finance. Nobody told me that. Now I get it. So, but I was telling Shay that it's like a lot of these stockbrokers and shit, they're very A, A, A work hard party hard play hard so i'm not surprised that they're talking about fucking pussy and you know yeah whatever pussy, how you say well you know i mean no. like you know i was just in new york city this weekend we were gigging uh in new jersey and i you know uh, Howie's nice enough to help me find a place and uh you know in the area that how he lives is like just i mean dude you want to talk about puss bro puss bro <laughs> it is top <laughs> 
shell in New man. Jersey. No, it was uh, where, why are you in New York? In oh, the West how, Village. We're in, we're in Greenwich Village. Oh, the, the money, the money, the money. Yeah, that's right. Top shell. But where it's, where there is money tuna. and cocaine, there is top shelf puss, bro. Well, you're talking it about supermodels from all over the world and fucking, all over the world. And it's very know, interesting because I'm going to be in Miami in a couple weeks, and though it's like it's like the same thing, but on the polar opposites, right? Like, you know, it's like New York City is like all these like super high fashion. Everyone's in high fashion. Everybody's, you know, and then you just go to like every chick you've ever seen in some fucking gorilla porn where it's like <laughs> some dude in a camera. And that's Miami, dude. Oh, like the hottest chick you've ever seen with pen fucking tattoos on her face. That's Miami, dude. So it's like, it's unbelievable, dude. Like, yeah. so Howie's right there in the center. So wherever there's money, wherever there's Coke, there's going to be hot chicks all over the place, dude. They're not and, stupid. And Tripoli. Right. Yeah, Tripoli was right in the mix this weekend, man. He I'm just, just staring. Just... I'm just staring at women as they walk by, creeping them <laughs> out. Well, the thing, you know, I heard, I went back to uh, Pennsylvania to see my kid two weeks ago. And it was my, I've been in New York, but I, I flew into fucking Newark, which, which is kind of a shithole. Oh, shithole. Kind of. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just went from the fucking airport to, you know, but it's a great place to fly into because you're in New York in 30 minutes. You mean yeah, to it's take a fucking great and yeah, until like, you want to leave and uh, the security's like 30 minutes to get out. Yeah, I talked to my old man. He's like, oh, that was a fucking worst 40 years ago when he was back east. But it, it looks shady. I didn't go in. I just went from the airport on the freeway. But I heard bad things about New Jersey, New Jersey. New Jersey is fucking beautiful. I couldn't believe 10 minutes out of Newark, whatever. I mean, I'm in like it's Farm fucking country. beautiful it's yeah. fucking beautiful and then all the way out to pennsylvania i'm like i don't see the allure of california i'm like i want to fucking move back there now granted i oh, wasn't i, I wasn't agree like with you. I, I totally agree with you i was at giant stadium for 12 hours today watching the <laughs> jets win a game which that's like hitting the lottery what did so, you do start tailgating at 2 a.m no oh, I, yeah. I, I saw sam I, I i you know gave sam a big hug Fired him off at eight in the morning, uh, got in a car and uh, headed over to Giant Stadium, which I walked around, literally ran into 20 people that I've seen over the, I haven't seen in like 20 years, like, oh, fraternity brothers, my nephews, cousins. Yeah. Uh, everybody was there to see the Jets. And uh, we actually pulled it off. It was one of the greatest NFL games I've ever seen in my life today. It was amazing. Right you know what's so game. interesting, dude, is like you walk around New York City when you're from L.A. and you're like, where are the homeless people? And then you realize we're all New York City's homeless people. They're in Los Angeles. That's where they are. They <laughs> yeah. ship these motherfuckers out on Greyhound buses to uh, go live in the sun. Yeah, it's good weather. Yeah. You're not freezing to death. Yeah, I would like I would prefer them to be out there freezing to death than fucking taking shits jerking off on the sidewalk like i saw the other day it's pretty As I mentioned uh galern this is a comedy financial podcast uh do, would you like to talk about uh anything you uh are, are interested in in the market these days because i know you trade you and i talk a, a little yeah well i don't really fucking i don't really trade i did this year in fact i'm filling out financial aid paperwork today before i'm fucking talking to you guys so it's like, 
you know, for like, yourself. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, I mean, for but for my fucking kids. So I got a kid in a really, really expensive fucking uh, high school here in LA. So I pay a lot, and then they fucking, you know, so you got to show tax returns and all that shit. And it's like, so I got to show gains and stuff. So I bought, I had AMC this year, and then I, you know, again what the fuck do I know, but just buy and hold, never sell anything. I knew this, but I kind of fucking freaked out because, you know, the worth of the stock, it just doesn't seem the value of the stock doesn't mean anything anymore with the meme stock and all that. So first of all, you're talking about AMC. That's yeah. not a buy and hold. That's betting Tampa Bay tonight to cover uh, in the first half. Right. Well, <laughs> the thing was, but I bought it by, but Howie, I bought it at two twenty five. Okay. That's a great price. Yeah, and well, it's a fucking great price. If you hold it now, it's 38, 38, 40, it was 50, 60, and now it's going down. But so I, when it yeah, you might want to sell it. Sell yeah, it, when dude. It, when it popped to fucking 17, I sold half and then then it was going oh, down, 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 down. I knew it was gonna tank. That's why I sold going it. Going down, down, baby. Down, yeah, and then it went down to down. 550 and then up again. So I didn't otherwise I, I wanted to hold everything, but I was like, okay. This pandemic is going to be a while. Let me just fucking hold it. But then it popped and it fucked me because I'm like, it's definitely going to tank what you did and went up. So point is, I don't buy and sell, Neff. I buy and fucking hold. And real estate too, how he mentioned, like, don't sell anything fucking ever. Just don't sell anything. <laughs> don't sell anything ever. No, well, real this estate, is kind of what I wanted to right, talk about, you're right, man. You're right. Acquire. Hold yes. on to whatever the fuck yes. you have. Yes. And acquire more. And well, we're trying to teach you. We're thing. trying to teach what you're saying. You're exactly yeah. right. Well, I Evan has I learned me the freaked hard out. Evan so. has me freaked out. You know, there's so much Why? Because, he, because his new haircut looks like Andrew fucking Carnegie from like 1888. <laughs> no, he looks like the... The Nazi bear that killed Nazis with a fucking bat in uh, *Inglorious Bastards*. <laughs> he does. It's the mustache, though, man. Yeah, I mean, you. So I, I want to, um, you know, it's like there's a lot of talk about what October is gonna bring. Yeah. Like, like, are we gonna see a giant crash? Not just a of crypto, but they're also talking possibly of stocks too. So the question is. What do you do? I got a lot of money in crypto. Some of it was bought. You know, most of them's from the fucking investments from a long time ago. I'm way up on that. But the question is, do I hold this or do I drop it? Like, do is Bitcoin something that could go to zero? I, for a long time, don't think it could. I think yeah, it's, but, it's, but Sam, it's gold, but. Sam, what we're saying, though, what percentage of your portfolio is Bitcoin? Yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's time you came clean. Of Most everything of you own. If not all of it. I have, I have some stocks, but, you know, I mean, like, not a lot. Okay. All stocks right. to me are way more micromanaged that I, than I have time for. Right. No. I don't have time no, to not. sit down and be like, Buy, buy, sell, sell, call. Oh, you don't need to. Like, you don't need to. You, there, there, there's stocks like... Philip Morris, Pfizer, 
IBM. Dude, this that is a four horseman. I cannot invest. <laughs> you okay. blame and you hold yeah, them. There's <laughs> excellence. There's date rape. Okay. <laughs> there's rape and pillage. There's kill, kill squirrels. Okay. Any of those stocks do really well. Do you want to bag fatties or do you want to save the world? That's what you need to ask yourself. I want to save the world. Bro. Look, okay. here's the bottom fucking line. Howie, uh, look, I, I should personally be extremely fucking rich. I'm not. Yeah, I had exactly. Apple early. I had Amazon early. Yeah, me too. We're talking, me too. we're talking like 60 bucks a share, 40 bucks a share. I bought Amazon it, at 38 and sold there it. There you off. go. I sold it at 150 thinking I was a genius. Yes, exactly. So, so there's, you are a fucking, here's the point. You are a genius. You're a fucking smart dude, but everybody learns. So if you want to impart any knowledge to your fucking people, you just got to wait because everyone has sold something too fucking early. Yeah. So we live, we didn't know Howie that we were living through at Amazon. People are going to spy shit online. Like it was no concept. So, but so, some people fucking held and they're done, but yeah. you just and buy early, hold on to a good stock, get it, wait till it crashes, buy it and just hold it. And, yeah, and I stop. think the important thing to remember is a lot of our, our readers that found us, they're not used to trading stocks. They're used to seeing these uh, volatile moves in the crypto world, these massive run-ups. It's not the same with stocks and it's never going to be the same with stocks. The, uh, the comp that I have is, is, is buying an option. Yeah, you can get uh, stocks to move with a lot of risk if you're buying options that will equate to crypto moves. But guys, if you if you're if you're looking for stocks to move and jump the way crypto is, it's never going to happen. And Glern's absolutely right. And you don't have to you don't have to sell. You can you can buy well, the, and hold. The, but the bottom line is, and I think I think Jason said it correctly. You're looking for like. It's like a financial philosophy. You're looking to go out and work and get involved in whatever you do and love it and then get your 8 to 12% per year, whether it's real estate, whether it's stocks. In over 20, 30, 40 years, yeah, baby, yeah. everything comes together. It yeah, comes but people together. don't see that, Howie. They don't have the foresight. I didn't. It's like, are you 24, 25? Oh, I'll be 35. I don't, I wasn't thinking ahead. I know. I, I, and, and, and the, the choir. Yeah. Nobody fucking told me right. my old man. Like he, he didn't fucking know that my parents are from Ireland. They didn't know they're doing okay. Now they came, you can't come to California and, 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 and he, you know, not do okay in the fucking seventies or whatever. So he's okay. They're not rich, but it's like, he didn't fucking know. Cause he wasn't educated. So it took right. me, it took me getting out of college at 21 going, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. Cause my old man was like, Oh, I don't know. You know, do what you want to do. I'll support you. I'll pay. Like now, now I get it. I told my kids, you can study finance. You can go to fucking law school or you can become a fucking doctor. That's it. And then like how he <laughs> said, then you fucking invest that whole time. And then you're done. I, I have an 18 year old kid. Uh, my kid too, same age. He'll be nice. Yeah. He's a freshman in college and he Great. can't spell the word doctor, but he does know, <laughs> he does, he does know how to open yes. a Roth IRA yes. because yes. I sat his ass down and I've yep. explained tax deferred versus taxes. I've explained what happens at eight to 12% over 30 years. And I know pretty much he'll probably own a gas station 
Yeah. In 20 years. Dude, and- if he owns a gas station, you could be making bank. I'd yeah. love to open a 7-Eleven. I got to look into how much of that Of course costs. you would. I think it's a million per 7-Eleven. Depends right. where it is, your last, probably. Your last name's got to be Patel, but... I'll change no. him, dog. <laughs> you could pull, pull it off. So this podcast well, how much is for homophobic, racist, and sexist? Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure, dude. For sure. Oh, gas that's stations a, that's the market money. nobody's fucking they leaning are. into. Yeah. But it's gas a- stations was the play maybe like 50, only 15, 20 years ago. Now you can't fucking touch those either. Uh, but but yeah. let me get into this. Do you're right. You, you're right. 15 years ago was the time to open them. If you had yeah. a bunch of cash, right, to learn, would you be investing in property? Not now. I think shit has to come down. It, it just popped again all over the country with COVID. All these small towns are going nuts. It has to come down. All it's going to take is a blip in the fucking economy. Jobs coming down. Who knows now because no one's working. Now people are going to go back to work. I don't know. But what else can take is a blip in the economy. Shit's got to come down. Yeah. It's and on really that note, on that note, mortgage rate rates are on the rise. So Sam, the I, word here I in agree. New York City, the word here in New York City is that transgender. Housing prices could drop twenty-five to forty percent over the next shit. three years. Yeah, Holy shit. to learn it's it's all it's no holds barred. I mean, if you got anything you've been dying to say, just let it out. It's fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I got the. Um, hey, the guy with the uh, the cool haircut producer, he does yeah. editing, right? Yeah, I got the, I got the pen ready. Don't worry. <laughs> No, and then Drift, I, I will say, like, you are definitely one of my favorite comics because. I told you this before, and it's like you have some of the funniest sets I've ever seen. Like every comic bombs, we all bomb, we always will bomb. It might be t- different from you because now you're in front of your fans, or whatever. But like, oh, I, comedy- oh, I still bomb, dude. <laughs> it's well, so depressing. Brought a chicken I'm like, up I- on stage last night, and Neff, you got to hear this. He brought a chick up on stage last night that got the vax in her left arm and she pulled out like a paper clip out of her ass and it literally stuck <laughs> to her. It stuck to her arm. It was the most amazing thing Wait, I've ever was was this the outdoor show without a no, shitter? No, no, no. No, there was a shitter there, dude. I thought you said it was outdoors and it was a porta potty. Yeah, there's three That's of them. still a shitter, dude. That's no a shitter has to have a no 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 thing. no no you who gotta fucking go into a public bathroom and clean your ring every time. Hey, That's not the same thing. If I can't bird bath my asshole before a show, I am Dude. not performing. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Now how he's offended. No, but shit, uh, what I was going to say is like, for every whatever set, you have had some of the funniest stand-up sets of all time. Thank you. Any buddy. comic. I've ever seen, and I've watched comedy since I've been fucking 10 years old. Like, gotta, it's like, and that's the beauty of it. That's the I beauty. I gotta say it. one thing. Sam and I did a set last, or we, we had a show in New Jersey. Fucking Sam's fans are amazing. They're just awesome. And it was great. So I come home. I can't go to sleep. I, I we First of all, we, we have to go through the whole thing where Sam's like, guided. we gotta find parking spots. So we found a parking spot, and I literally like cut off a bunch of crypts. He totally yeah. did. Okay, hold on. Yeah. They don't have Crips in New York All right, City. Stop. Just okay? stop. Yeah, they do. You know, they do just, not. Crips yeah, they are do. in LA. Bloods no, are in LA. Chris, your head, yeah, they have. They have Crips and Bloods both. So, anyways, we cut them off. 
and and Sam's like, let me the fuck out. You park the car. I'm out of here because they're going to come back. They're gonna shoot the car <laughs> Bottom line is I got the good spot. Sam walks off, goes home, goes to the apartment. I go up. I grab like some water. I start watching TV. Comedy.tv comes on. It's two in the morning. And who do I see? Sam on I a stripper a pole. Tri- I see a young Sam Tripoli coming <laughs> out on stage and doing the stripper joke yeah. with the pole. <laughs> and I got to be honest with you. I sat there watching it and I'm laughing my nuts off and I'm thinking to myself, physically, I wonder if he could do that right now. No, no I can't. No. That's a young man's joke. Because that's, that was, a, that's, that's like an Evan hand joke. But I'll Evan, tell you what. That's some gymnast. That's some gymnast shit involved with what he did. But he does have the tits to be on the pole now. So there is that. Oh, oh. Fired. I'm freezing them this week, bro. Yeah. I'm freezing my tits this week. That, that's another thing. What is that? You got to explain because I'm so confused by that freezing. Cool sculpting, bro. I'm doing cool sculpting, bro. I think that's an LA thing. No, they have it in New York too. It's like the Crips and the Bloods. Trust me, if they have that haircut on the East, they have cool sculpting too. Okay. All right. Would that, that haircut come with an anal bleach as well? Is yeah, a group on deal? A free wax like, too. Why? I don't understand why you didn't complete the trifecta and get those frosted tips. Oh, dude, that'd be the best. That would be the best. How hard would Tommy G be if you showed up with frosted tips, bro? <laughs> He'd probably move me down there tomorrow. Just stealing sex appeal, man. So I, uh, you know, man, I, I I like to do stocks, man. I've been selling off some of my stocks. I've gained, I've gotten some small gains, which I'm super happy for. I used to really like make more money on crypto. I've had a couple of my crypto kind of, I've lost some money, like, Dude, I lost a lot of money on Maker, bro. I'm hoping it comes back and hits higher. I bought it really high. Trip, what's up? Like, like Dogecoin, Dogecoin, Dogecoin. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not a Dogecoin guy. But like, I, I'm not into the shit coins. Dude, this guy go. These two dudes, Evan and Chris, will go like to the fucking, the fucking Pluto of the internet to fucking buy uh, like a fucking clown dick. Fuck, you like. Well, all of my insane clown posse coins, like some guy on yeah. the Discord named Fart Whisker. That's 47. Hey, 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 that's that's bubbling cum fart 73. Be cool. You know, a little respect. I don't get into that, dude. I don't get into those real Dude, I, it's too much stress. Like, if you were is. buying and selling stocks, like, or, or crypto, it just t- sounds like a thousand times worse. Like, that could put a fucking hole in your stomach you if you're sleep. just like, like, I've been trying look, to sell Rena for four months now, and every try, time I try to sell it, half of it is what the gas fees call cost, <laughs> and I have no fucking idea after a year what a gas fee even is. Gas fee is the price that it costs at that moment. It's the put- biggest scam in the world. The gas fees. If I got to sell a thousand dollars or something, why do I have to pay five hundred dollars a seven? Evan, did you see that video that somebody sent us about how they were calling uh, Hex, Hex a scam? Can I mean, we watch that? Yeah. It's, it's his argument. So my whole thing is I was looking at Hex. I go, okay, if I want to sell this right now, how can I sell it? Neff, how can I sell it? 
You can't. It's a scam. Dick Hart's going to bang you right. No, it's very easy to sell. You just get on your MetaMask where we have yeah. your have your hex. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then yeah. you you would go to swap it, and oh, you're going yeah. to get quotes. Swap it into yeah. Ethereum. Yeah, that's a good one. Correct. <laughs> but you're gonna get you're gonna get different quotes before you hit the swap Different button. quotes to the world. It's yes, the, it is. The quote is basically bend over. Dick Hart's coming in. Okay, but hold on, Howard. Dick Hart doesn't fine. run Ethereum, okay? Dick Hart isn't charge of gas fees, okay? You're just talking about hex in general. Dick Hart's going to pump the gas in your ass out of your mouth. <laughs> That's exactly what we know. Hey, Sam, I'm with you. I didn't see this video. Can we bring it up? Evan, do you have yeah, it? It's, it's two minutes and 20 seconds long. All right. Let's watch it, dude. I mean, go. why not? I want to hear it. Here we go. Hex is guy's got good hair. Double down and take the bait and explain with these three minutes as much as I can of why Hex is a ticking time bomb. When the music stops, you best hope your Hex is unstaked and you can get out of time. <laughs> If you're a hex holder, listen to us all the way through. You might learn something new, or at the very least, you might find a new way to call me a dumbass. Number one, there is no fucking liquidity <laughs> on haircuts. Any medium-sized holder that wants to exit would drain a majority of the liquidity. Of course, new people can buy up the supply back, but at a $250 market cap, there is a lot of new buying that needs to happen to prevent a bank size of massive magnitudes that tanks everything to zero. Hex has a $250 billion market cap. It's mostly traded on Uniswap V2 and V3. There's a little bit of liquidity on QuickSwap. It's negligible. It's not traded on any centralized exchanges. TalkPy, Bitmark, HitBTC, all shit. There's no liquidity. There's no real trading. It's all on DEX. Not a secret, not a bad thing either. Richard strongly recommends you trade on DEXs. All of it happens on Uniswap, basically. Across all, across all exchanges, there's about $40 million in buy-side liquidity on Hex. To put that into perspective, there are over a thousand holders with more hex than there is available liquidity. If any single one of these addresses, any individual one decides to sell off, it'll do, it'll remove most of the liquidity in the market. Hex would instantly plummet 70, 80, 90% if any one of these holders decided to dump. If it's a top holder, it would go minus 99.9% .9 like that. Hex's liquidity to market cap ratio is multiple magnitudes, plural, lower than any other major coin 400 million liquidity versus 250 billion market cap is less than 0.02 percent liquidity to mcap ratio compare that to another major token Chainlink. just on sushi swap Chainlink has 65 million in buyback liquidity now this is not a fair comparison because link is mostly traded on major centralized exchanges but even on what's available on the dexes on one dex that one dex alone represents a liquidity to mcap ratio about 30 times higher than all of hex that's just one exchange that's the same for any other token there is no liquidity to sustain a major sell-off now that leads me to the fact that most of you guys are fucking larps most of you guys have never taken okay, okay. just before so we get into this things now no, let me just say one thing. things hold on <laughs> the reason i believe this guy is because this message was so important he did it right out of the shower okay because he had his bathrobe on and okay. he had to bang it out before he got fully dressed. That's more importantly, important. more importantly, I want to address this. That hey, is the first time because that, his hair looks like. Uh, damn it, grass. Howie, you're stepping on my jokes. This is the first time I've ever seen a millennial with a comb over and a nose ring. So I'm suspect right now to take this guy's information. Now, I want to back up. 
Galern, did you understand a word of what well, that all guy said? I was thinking when he was talking is obviously he's young. He's extremely bright. Why the fuck isn't he taking that knowledge and banging puss for the stock? I think, well, I hope he's banging push you fucking more. You don't, you don't need to be smart to get fucking pussy. Jesus, but anyway. banging puss. Oh, I beg to disagree. I'm definitely intelligent and I am puss less. Yeah, but oh, I don't know why. Yeah, you walk around in a fish out of your asshole. Right? <laughs> why isn't this kid like studying stocks? How do you know he's not? Maybe he is. He's just taking a moment to do a PSA. I will say, I will say this. I I think the fucking, even though the kid looks like, you know, a 1970s fucking professor from like Princeton, I think the kid, the kid sounds like he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Especially when he talks about the market caps, because everything he just said about the market caps is exactly what my boy told me. My guy that knows a little bit about hacks, same thing. The, the market caps are bullshit. $250 billion, get the fuck out of here. I mean, come on. That's exactly what back. that kid just told us. And that's a valid point. We should run it back. Richard Hart, part two. I think I mean, we should, too. I think it's time to get Richard Hart and Howie Dewey in the same virtual room. First of all, this. I don't know who Richard Hart is, but I do know Dickie Hart. <laughs> Are you going to lead with that? Oh, I'm going to be like, Dickie, it's good to have you on the show again. You look like you've lost weight. Um, Jesus, yeah. dude. Let's all right, get him so on, man. I'll talk to Dick. That's my whole thing, dude. It's serious shit. I don't want people losing money, man. Like I got people coming up asking me about this, and and the people that that like crypto, like Bitcoin and Ethereum, which are legitimate investments, because when Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley and when these guys have billions of dollars invested in the Bitcoin and Ethereum, they're real. You know what? Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley doesn't have a penny in hex. Come on. There you go. There you fucking go. That says it all. Yeah, it says it all. Exactly. It does. So uh, uh, as we uh, become towards the end of this, this wonderful session with our good friend from the set of life aquatic, um, what are your favorite stocks to learn? Like what, is there any sector or any, any type of stock that is your favorite to watch? Yeah, well, I think the fintech stuff is great. I, I, I bought some Upstart, thankfully, fucking pretty early because I was reading about it. It was already profitable. That's another thing. If you can get a company before it goes public that's actually fucking profitable, hop on that and fucking hold it. Because all I, I don't understand like how the numbers probably like, I don't know how to read a financial I mean, basic financial statements, accounting and shit, but like the ins and outs of like understanding how a company is not profitable, but the stock is fucking going through the roof doesn't make any fucking sense to me. So FinTech is the future. I have EdTech SPAC. Educational stocks normally don't do very well, but because of COVID and all this shit, I think there will be a little shift. Yeah, me and Neff were talking like we were like maybe what a year ago before it all went to shit at the beginning of the year. We're like, I'm up, you're up, everyone's up, everything's great. We're like, it's got to come down, it's got to come down, it's got to come down, and then boom, the fucking bottom dropped out of it. I'm down on all these spacs that I fucking bought. Now 
don't sell. I mean, I, I don't have to sell them. So I'm just curious now, curious to see what's legit and what's not. I don't know what Howie, Howie's boys say about the SPACs. I know there's some lawsuits going on. And shit. I'll, I'll, I'll say this much. The, yeah. the SPAC market is overpopulated. We've seen yeah. way too well, many that's, IPOs. That's an understatement of the fucking year. It's insane. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's insane so, now, but. so I wouldn't touch any, I don't think, I, th I don't think there's any unicorn sitting out there right now that just popped that I'm just dying to have a piece of. There's too much product out there. There's been way too much buying. I agree with Howie. We are going to see a correction by the end of the year. I don't think it's going to be anywhere close to 20%, contrary to what Howie thinks. I think you're looking at possibly 7 to 10% by end of year. Um, the question is when, and none of us know that answer. I am, for the most part, going to build up some cash reserves. And I'm always looking to trim. I'm always looking. To, here's what I say. I say, trim that bush, baby, because it's always, always needs attention. And I go in there and I take my scissors and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm up 6% on this. I'll take a little bit off. Oh, fuck, I'm up 38% on this. It's time to take some profits because I did what you did, Galern. I was up like 120% going into January. And then the market just started coming down and, and down and down. And we knew it was going and we didn't, I didn't fucking pull it out. That's what drives right. me fucking but, but, crazy. But here's the thing. <laughs> I sold so much that now I'm down for the year on my unrealized gains. But I took so much profit before that, you know, I'm I, I'm up on the year on my realized gains. And that's the thing. Gains aren't gains until you fucking take them. And Sam people and I had this conversation the other night. Yeah. Yeah. We had the conversation. And Jason, I love your perspective on this because you, you actually finally brought some common sense. To the show. <laughs> no, I mean, literally, you, you did. You, you just brought basic fucking common sense maybe neff shouldn't book fucking retards then i mean it yeah well like that's 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 been a little bit of a problem I mean, <laughs> dude uh, we had a dog with down syndrome on here one time yeah. that kid was great that kid was great though he was talking about the equator and like you know yeah it was fucking beautiful but no, I mean, what, what about the SPAC stuff though? Because I hope I picked the few. Miss, what what SPACs did you buy? Did you buy SoFi? I mean, what no, did you no, I have the one fucking. I have a few. One of them you is. Got to be careful if you're gonna buy the SPACs. Buy them within an ETF where if like yeah, four go up. down, three go up. Because yeah, I, I already did individually. I'm, yeah, I'm already in, so I'm just gotta fucking wait. They get two years. I didn't even know this. Another mistake. Yeah. That's a yeah. That's I didn't. I I studied specs after I was already. And I was like, two years they can tie your fucking money up for yeah, us. So I'm like, it's, it's it, there's not a lot good about them. I I just uh, I and Chris will tell you I've been against specs since we started. Well, you're smart. I wish I had to come on fucking earlier. That's my fault. Well, I did invite you on early, but you had a problem with the time commitment. Well, Nell booked it at seven o'clock on a fucking Sunday, so. <laughs> I could have wow, given you bad stock tips, tips months before this. Would you like to tell us anything uh, that you have bought that yeah. you, you, you do like that you're holding? Well, I have, or? speaking of the SPAC, I, I totally upstart. And then I have a, a SPAC and, you know, not knowing anything, I did a little bit of fucking research on this guy, Michael Moe, who invested in a lot of ed tech stocks from, uh, uh, well, he was, uh, he was, he's on the West coast up in Silicon Valley. So he, he backed his Surro capital backed all these fucking fa from Facebook to all these. So yeah, 
you know, when you buy a SPAC, you want to buy a good management team. So I thought I was buying a good management team. It's now been, it'll be a year in January where he was like, he got on CNBC and he's like, you know, we've done our NFL draft, right? And it's class U. I'm sorry, the, the ticker is class U, C-L-A-S dot U. So they, so he has a good track record, right? And, and he is looking to purchase an ed tech stock, educational technology. So I'm in on that. I hopefully, I hope he fucking finds somebody because. Well, I hope I could find the ticker here and then you didn't buy some. Um, no, no, no. It's, shit legit. Here. It's, it's legit. But the thing is what's happening with the SPACs is like, I think a lot of companies who would have been acquired earlier, are like, wait a second, we don't have to do this. We can get a better deal if we fucking wait till the 11th hour, which is a year and three quarters and maybe get a bigger share of the pie or just fucking do it themselves. They don't need a SPAC management company to go public. They don't need it to do it. It's harder to go public with an IPO. There's a lot more hoops to jump through and shit. So I didn't know any of this like a fucking idiot, but I know I'm in education. I like education. I looked at his his background the guy's a smart guy but maybe some deals fell through that's the other thing a lot of these deals maybe fall through if the, if the money's not right so i still like it now class you uh what, what are some of your what are some of your like your big boy but your long term yeah what are some of your non-shit stocks yeah no no <laughs> they're few and far between but i think all i'll say is this thank god for upstart upst absolutely it, are you up on it I am not in it, but uh, well, I'm assuming yeah, you got not, in early. Yeah, it went it went fucking nuts. A lot of people think the bears are coming in. It's going to drop. But over the long term, back to what Howie was saying, over the long fucking term, I'm not touching that. I want to fucking die having that for my kids. I yeah, hope did you buy it under 50? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like nice. 300 bucks yeah. right now. Yeah, it's a three. Yeah, nice. Yeah, no, I, I saw it coming out and I should have bought it. It came out like 20 something. Yeah. I got, I'm in a 29, but I should have fucking had it even before that. Cause I'm watching it on the IPO date. It's going up, yeah. up, up, up. And I, you know, I wish I had more money to put in it, but yeah, I'm never touching that. Upstart was like an eBay or an Amazon in 2000 where they went from 20 to 300 back to 18 and now fucking look at i mean yeah back in if you bought it's the same thing as today if you bought stocks back in 99 2000 yeah. 2001 if you bought the amazons the ebays you're done uh, you're I mean, done and you just sat back done 20, nothing the, done the nothing done no nothing. stress no buying nvidia, nvidia was a semiconductor stock uh seven dollars a share with like, they had their freaking footprint. They had their claws and everything all over the universe. Yeah. And what are they now? Three fifty. They've split and double, yeah. split and double, split and double. You can retire. Well, yeah. and just just some perspective. This was published about three days ago. Um, uh, it was listed. Upstart was listed as one of the most popular stocks on Reddit, Wall Street Bet site, as and also solid in their own right. In that grouping, Palantir. Uh, Green Ridge, AMC, GameStop, Upstart, Virgin Galactic, Nokia. So it, it's not only a solid company, 
it's got meme potential. So I'm with you. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't well, sell. I mean, it, it was profitable. I remember reading about, about it before it fucking came out. That's why I was waiting on the day of the IPO. I'm like, okay, it's already profitable. It's AI, right? Yeah. When every, everyone, this is America, this is the United States, everybody fucking borrows money. So it's a lending, AI lending. And there's so many people that it's basically, you have a shit stock, stock or a, a what credit score. You can't borrow money. They're like, okay, yeah, you can. You can just borrow this amount of money. So it's really just shifted the whole, because there's such a large population who couldn't yeah. get a fucking loan. Well, they're saying you can get a loan based on this AI data. So that yeah. was kind of a no-brainer. Your job is your credit. <laughs> right, right. So that's going out the window. So that's a long-term <laughs> stock. I think it's even probably a good deal at, at 300 hey, over they, the long period they, of time. They have beat analysts' expectations the last seven quarters. So I'm with yeah. you. I mean, if I was in at that price, I'm not doing it. Yeah, but, but the th same thing, how he was talking about, how he sold Amazon or whatever at, at 150, that was genius, yeah. which he was. But in hindsight, I remember Amazon at 300, 350 going, oh, fuck, what was I thinking? Oh, man, <laughs> exactly. whatever. Now it's 10 times that. Yeah. When it was at 350, people were like, you're a moron if you buy that. <laughs> That's the dumbest concept in the world. People, yeah. it's a book company. People aren't going to yeah. just buy books. You're going to make billions off of books. Well, yeah, little did they know that they were going to fucking uh, have their, uh, basically all their billboards on Macy's for the Thanksgiving parade in New York City this yeah. year. There's no more Macy's. Amazon took it over. <laughs> all you're going to see on fucking 40, you're going to see Macy's or Amazon signs all over Macy's. They pretty much own everything now. Yeah, and that's even from the data, too. I didn't know about that part of the company. It's like they have different offshoots of the fucking company. So the point is you buy and you fucking hold, whether it's real estate or anything else, you just have to be able to just not look at it. And don't buy your house and sell another house. Yeah, and buy, I'm in that. Hold on to your house and just buy something else. I'm in that situation right now because I bought in 2017. Everybody said I bought at the top. And I'm having offers on my house right now, 50% above what I paid for it. And I'm so tempted to sell it. But at the same time, I'm like, no, no, stay. You're fine. Uh, yeah, because you can't afford to sell that house, especially with all the hoes you got running out of the back. <laughs> okay. They're called back alley that, sallies. A little that what you're called, calling that's your called residual now, income. Hose? That's called residual income. And you know what? I hope you got a dental plan for them. <laughs> okay. Normally, <laughs> um, look, here's mind? the bottom line, Neff. You don't you don't have any kids, Evan. I don't know if you're you have kids or not. You look like a young lad, but uh, no kids. You know, anyone to me and he's Trip from has a generation they get pegged. They don't even have sex anymore. They just get pegged. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that what your generation's doing now? Yeah, dude. And it's like this. And it's just this gender gay? equality stuff. I'm not, I'm right, not but familiar if you with get, practice. If you get pegged, it's not like. I'm a little queer, or that makes I'm me gay. Just accepted. No, with with, with uh, Evan's generation, that's the most manly thing you could do. <laughs> yeah, um, I want to switch gears here. Normally, we'd let you go, Glenn, but I would love to have your perspective on some breaking news. A couple big things are happening tonight. Who died? Uh, uh, <laughs> have you guys heard about uh, what 60 Minutes is going to be reporting tonight on Facebook? Absolutely okay. not. Okay, Hold well, on, Neff. Hate to cut you off. I apologize, but there's another one. I'm a fucking idiot. 
Twitter came out, didn't know that had Twitter years ago. I like Twitter. I'm so far off. Facebook, I was like, who wants to be on Facebook? But that was like, that went down to 18 bucks a share. Yep. So if there's a fucking how many billion people in the world, what, a fifth of them are probably on the f- platform. That's the easiest looking back, the easiest play there is. And 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 I hate Facebook. And yeah. I will no disrespect, though. You can hate it, make money like, off it. Yep. Well, the problem is, is that the business model was like they weren't making money. So what they had to do was basically sell all of our data. Yeah, they're not tell us they were doing it. So yeah. it, 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 the reason it pummeled because everyone's like, how are you making money? Now all of a sudden it blew up. You're like, oh, you're selling our data, you shady fuck. Yeah, so- well, if they're going to sell your data, you might as well make some fucking money off all it. All right, well, let me get, Dude. let me, let me, um, cross over the bridge the rubicon into tinfoil hat land and more importantly how this is going to affect the market because this interview tonight it's already dropped basically what facebook happened here a whistleblower has come out and said we turned off safeguards of misinformation feeds on our site which directly contributed to the January 6th insurrection and of course why because they were making tons of fucking money off these ad so clicks stupid so it's so stupid. So here's my question: A, what are your thoughts? And B, how is this going to affect the stock? My thought is it's so stupid. Yeah, I mean it really is. Like, like that's who gives a shit. <laughs> when that grandma yeah. was walking around her flag, that fucking insurrection that some of these fake bots are trying to say that was worse than 9/11. I mean, it's just yeah. the yeah, whole thing yeah, is a facade. As, of as long as the stock. As long as the stop keeps making money, quarterly profits there you go. go up. Thank you. Okay, Thanks. so that Facebook tanked. How many times did it tank? Goes down to two, two fifty. That's like, oh, everyone's mad. Them lawsuit. Those lawsuits are fucking probably going to last 10, 20 years. If the profits are going up, the stock goes up. It's all about so, profits. If if their gross revenue is breaking records, are you fucking shit me? No one gives a shit. That thing goes to the roof. Direct quote direct. from tonight's show. Facebook over and over again has shown it chooses profit over safety, says Facebook whistleblower Francis Wagan. Boy, that's a real whistle. That's a real whistleblower. Oh, hey guys, gross. guess what? Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna give you some crazy information, but they're gonna choose profit over safety. Get the gross. fuck. Are you serious? It's the dumbest thing me? I've ever heard in my life. That's what drives me crazy <laughs> about all the Antifa shit and all that. It's like that whistleblower. If she was smart, she would buy Facebook and wait 10 years. So the point is like yeah. all these angry people. Stop it's like, blowing whistles. Blow some dick. Blow some dick, cunt. Now. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, yeah, like hold on, people, time out. It's an hour in and it took you an hour to drop the cunt. Fine. Try to be we- PC. Edit. Go done. back and edit in a couple beaver cunts and galerns. My point is yeah. this. Here's the ultimate point. This is the us of a like all the people protesting and angry about the socialism shit they don't get it they don't understand that this is about making money and profits and be a part of it be a part of it like like you're not gonna no one's gonna give you fucking anything especially in the last year you've got all you're gonna get because of a pandemic there's no more free money so go make some fucking money. This is the U.S. Educate yourself, invest well, and be on the other side of the fence, and you won't be so fucking bitter. You've never heard of a socialist that's made money 
go back to socialism. Thousand it just percent. doesn't happen. What they do is they hire six to eight servants yeah. uh, to work around their new mansion that they buy. Okay. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? I, I want to bring up one other thing. Those are all here. Democrats in the in the fucking Senate. They're all rich. Like people are yeah, fucking yeah. stupid. I want to bring up another piece of uh, trending news. Um, uh, basically, the ICIJ, which is a, a consortium of uh, international journalists, about six hundred of them have come out and they've dropped what are their uh, they're calling quote the the Pandora Papers unquote. Uh, have you guys heard about this? Yeah, yet? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. dude. Oh, somebody's text getting hard. Putin's mistress, a yeah. hundred mil, dude. Yeah. Every gold digger chick is like, damn, dude. Fuck NBA players. I need to be banging dictators, dude. No, oh. Russian dictators. Oh, yeah. Russian dude. dictators got mad money. Here's my question. I'm seeing a lot of people, uh, you know, getting called out on this, but nobody really from the U.S. that I'm worried about. You know, we've got the king of Jordan. We've got, you know, Putin involved here, all this involving offshore money. The thing that really jumped out to me is there are a couple of states that have changed their laws to compete with offshore banking. Nevada is one of them. And I'm just curious to know what your thoughts are as far as a market reverberation, or is this just shit we've already known business as usual and nothing's really going to affect you? Had the, the, uh, you had the Panama papers already come out. Yep. That's really do. I mean, this involves masters of mankind. I mean, right. the what elite. do you think this is going to do? All this does to me is just go, Hey man, the billionaires and the trillionaires, aren't paying taxes and the ruling so when they say tax the rich what they're really saying is tax tax the middle class that's what they're saying because these guys fucking hide this money so the thing isn't about taxing more taxes it's like how can we pay less taxes how can i get my money in the panama and in the fucking paradise and all that fucking shit that's what i think it is it's just like dude it's like Apple, Amazon, they pay no taxes. We shouldn't be crying about them paying more. We should go, who's your accountant? Can I hire them so I can pay no taxes too? That's what I'm talking about. Uh, just a couple of uh, juicy gossip bits here. Linked to these uh, offshore accounts in this quote uh, scandal that's uh, developing. We have Shakira. We've got cricket, leg uh, cricket legend Sachin Tendulakar and model Claudia Schiffer. So there's a couple big names here and a couple mobsters. They're linking to all this shit. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out. But you're right, Sam. All it does is reaffirm the fact that the elite are the ruling class and they know how to launder their money and it's not going to end. So it's it is what it is, I guess. Well, look at the COVID, look at the COVID shit. Look at the COVID scam. It's the end of the world, and the one homeboy bets, bets against the fucking uh, against the market, and he makes a fucking billion dollars. It's all it's all crooked. So get in on the scam. I mean, yeah, be smart I, enough dude, to get I, in on the scam. That is it. That's my opinion on XRP. You know, it's the bankers' dollar. You know, it's their crypto. They're gonna blow it up, so everyone gets in on it. Get in it early. Get out, and then spend your money on fucking land. And guns, right? Trip, trip. What's your plan? So I was gonna say earlier, like how he's got how you have one son or uh, uh, you have two kids, two, two kids. I have, I have two. I have one that likes me. <laughs> I, I don't know how it's possible to hate Howie, except for that's when a he pretty tells good you when ratio, actually. 
That's the only time bad. to hate Howie is when he tells you what time to leave to go to Pennsylvania on a Friday. That's the only time <laughs> to hate All right, Howie. So Howie's <laughs> got kids. I got two kids. Trip has two kids. Like, there's no reason. All my money, the only reason I'm trying to invest or whatever I, I, is for my kids' education so they can do everything we're fucking saying to do. So I've sacrificed, my wife sacrificed, and I, it's fine. But it's like, you shouldn't be. If we were, if I didn't have any kids, I'd be fucking loaded. So it's like there's no excuse in America not to fucking be rich. Trip, what is how much your money plan? would you have if you did not have kids? Think about that for one second because uh, it's oh, unbelievable. I've, I've done the math. Well, you can't right? do the math, Howie, because the math hasn't been fucking tabulated yet. It's it never ends. It never fucking ends. So you'll be giving your kid the one that likes you, probably one that doesn't like you, and I'm sure he'll end up liking you. <laughs> You're hilarious. Where'd you get Howie? He's my new Howie, fucking hero. Wh- Howie, why is your kid not like you? Because you don't wear your hat on fully it's on your hair. I can guess, ready? I'm the stone doctor. Phil. I'll tell you. First of all, he probably the kid likes Howie. It's his father or her father. Aye, but it has, probably has to do with the relationship with his or her mother, right? Wife. Thousand percent. So, yeah. but is it a boy? Are you talking about a boy, your boy or a girl? I have two boys. Which yeah, so there, here's the point, thing. Howie. Here's what's going to happen. Your boy is going to be old enough to get in a relationship where he sees a woman can be a fucking crazy cunt. Now, I don't know your ex-wife. And then he's going to go at some point where he grows up and goes, he'll go, oh, I get it. Hey, dad, sorry. 100%. I get it. How much you love your mother. You go, oh, yeah, I get it. Every guy figures it it out. The weird thing is his mom, my ex-wife, I mean... She has like we we actually had a pretty good divorce. We're good friends today. She has huge cans. I still love the <laughs> hunger. I mean, like she's a really cool chick. Yeah. Um, and she did a great job as a mother. I fucking I, I have nothing but good things to say about her. Okay. But, so know. basically, Glenn, you're asking me what am I doing? Well, yeah, I like am- like I love your fucking two daughters. When I see the pictures, because yeah. now like at Howie too, because our kids are older. So when I see young kids, I fucking uh, love. I, so when, when I see kids, they're gonna get older. When I see kids are younger than my kids, because I yeah, my kids are the youngest people I know. Yeah. So when I see younger than I go, oh my god, they're still making people right. So uh, what I'm doing, I'm just leaving doing- L.A. What's your fucking plan? Like his, uh, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. Gavin Newsom's going a little crazy right now. Uh, so, I mean, like, I don't know, man. They're almost two. I got decisions to make. But in terms of investing, I am uh, every, I like, I, I'm buying. For the girls. It's I'm buying everything to hold for them. Everything I do is like, how can I turn this into something that I can give them so yes. they could just, you know. And I, I think a lot of parents try to do that. And then sometimes life happens and it doesn't work out the way you want. But. I'm trying my hardest. I'm just trying to turn my digital or my whatever I got into physical so I can hand it down to them. So, you know, they could just blow it on their boyfriends playing Xbox all day. So whatever it is, right. (laughs) But, you know, that's my goal. I just want to hand them something. Buy, borrow, fucking die. Buy, borrow, die. That's I hate all money, though. I pay off my cards real quick. That's my goal. Just get rid of all that credit card debt that everybody in my life uh that you know i i, I have a well, that's not a bad thing that's another thing i learned way too fucking late way too late like debt's a good thing you know you borrow money right now neff is saying the fucking interest rates are uh, get growing oh. or getting larger but they're still historically low 
take Absolutely. borrow that fucking money and make more money on that money. Something I didn't have a con concept of before. Well, pay off, pay off. Fuck that. Leverage is the fucking key. Wow, uh, we got to get like you into it. options, brother. I, yeah. I don't want to go too so crazy. Gilar, I, don't Gilar, I know you've been on for a while. Why don't you just hang with us for a couple more minutes? Yeah. We can bang out our picks of the week let's and then, then we'll let you go. Let's do it. So, guys, let's get into our picks of the week, man. Uh, we've had a fun show so far. Where do you want to start? Let's start with Evan. Evan, what are your picks of the week? Pick of the week. What are your picks of the week? All right. Pick of the week. It's not a stock or crypto or anything. It's investing in yourself. All right. Because that's oh. my picks mostly, but I like that you're on the train. Do what? it, man. I mean, would you give Sam Tripoli a hand job this weekend? Or? No, I actually, I didn't, I didn't see any like good things. Those are whatever. soft hands. I wonder. <laughs> see you next week anyway invest in yourself because i just spent a shit ton of money on my setup and everything and i just kind of and a haircut in a haircut i mean it's not that expensive but no dude okay, i okay, think in december hitler. i'm gonna work on having a better background background than this that's my goal is to invest in my in my podcast invest in all that so yeah I, i'm with you evan i think that's a great idea you can never like dude investing in yourself for your digital or whatever it's never bad it's never bad whether it's working out building a better workspace it all adds up to better energy yeah absolutely, absolutely. more product more productivity i mean i yeah. stay here all day and do my work so you might, might as well spend the money on it all right. Yeah, you're right. Good point. I love it. I think yeah, that's great, dude. So what do I call that pick exactly? E? Invest in yourself. yourself. Invest Individuality. Y-R-S-L. <laughs> Soft hands in parentheses. Self-masturbation. Mr. G. Oh, I'll Mr. G. You, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a stock pick. Ready? Uh, I like, I, you know, biopharmaceuticals are shot in the dark type of shit. But there's one that I had sold. That's another thing you got to learn. Like a stop, stop. What is this? Stop, sell. Like stop loss. Stop, stop loss. loss. Like just if you're up, just set that fucking thing. <laughs> just set it, and then you're then you're good. So set it and forget it. Right. And, and, and by then, the way, no, don't just forget it. It's called a GTC. You have to do it specifically. Good till canceled. Yeah. That's good till canceled. Right. Okay. Six months. Right. Good yeah. till fucking canceled. Yeah. Make sure of that. But yeah. you're checking it every day. You're going to definitely put that. But there, there's a stock that tanked on Friday. So, so it fucking tanked as biopharmaceutical stocks tend to do. It tanked 32%, almost 33% on Friday. That's at its lowest it's, you've, as, as it's ever been. If you look at the fucking chart. I'm looking at the chart right now. Yeah. So uh, after hours, it was up Friday, like 5%. It might be up after hours. I don't know, tonight. But like to me, if, if if something's in the pipeline, like I don't know that offering had an effect. Maybe how can how we can explain it? But to me, this is like a safe fucking bet. So wow. what's, what's the ticker? What's the ticker? It's NR. It's NRBO. And just to give you guys a heads up, peak to trough. We're looking at a four hundred and sixty-six dollar stock back Ooh, in two hundred. Oh, back, back in 2017 and then Dang. cliff dived at 196 dollars in 2000 or 2018 and now it's trading at two dollars yeah. so the low the 52 week low is 245 now it's 250 and it is the after hours i it said on friday fucking uh 
up 4%. So it's going to pop maybe already, but to me, that's like a no brainer stock. Okay. I I'm looking at this thing, man. It took a 32 balls. It took a 32% dip on Friday. Yeah. So I'll always dead cat something like that. So I'm in. Yeah. And you know, like I said, I've had, I've gotten lucky with a, with some fire pharmaceuticals, that's like home run shit. But another tip, if I could fucking tell your stone ass eating audience trip and nothing, <laughs> how, that, ass it's going to tank again. Biopharmaceuticals, like you, if you get in and get lucky, if you get greedy, you're fucked. Cause it's going to, they just go boom, boom, boom. But it's a way to make, this is a, this is like a way to make money right here. And there's a million biopharmaceuticals. So who knows all of them? No one does, but buy low, get the fuck out. I said, don't never sell. Let me amend that. Sell on a biopharmaceutical that goes up. Everything's without asterisks when we talk on this show. Okay. Howie, what is your picks? I'll tell you what, I got to, before I even start my pick, I got to give a shout out to my boy, Chris Ferrara. He came out and he, he mentioned MO, which is Altria, which is Philip Morris. Two weeks ago, and I was on it last week, and I love it. It's 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 fucking seven and a half percent dividend. That yield uh, is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's it's and it's a great company. You can't go wrong with it. So, Chris, there's a shout out, brother. I owe you. Uh, my pick of the week. No ifs, ands, or buts. It's an ETF. Uh, it's PPH. It's ten of the largest pharmaceutical companies in the world, which Sam will love. Uh, it's trading at 7280 with a one, one point five percent, one half percent yield. And man, this thing's gonna pump up to 77, 78 soon. It's just a safe bet, man. You buy it at 7280, this thing's jumping to 77, 78. You cannot go wrong. You got all the big boys involved. You got Pfizer, J and J, Merck, Sam's favorite companies. Um, that, that, that's, that's, if you want to make money, that's what you're buying, man. Put a shitload of money in that and you're going to, you're going to make money. And guys, if I steered you wrong over the past, uh, eight months, you've done well, if you've listened, PPH, it's a winner. You may not like it. You may not like it, but it's a winner. You know, I'm, I, I, I'm really curious, Howie on MO, uh, because I know you dropped it on the show last week and I was thinking about buying and I held off. But I know that there was some patent dispute over their new vapor charger thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it did dip. So I want to go back and circle back. If you didn't buy MO, I think it is ripe to buy right now. So I would recommend MO as well. I mean, it's just, look, man, forget about it. You know how many times they've been sued over the past 120 years? It's a fucking yeah. tobacco company. Yep. I mean, every movie you've ever seen, uh, they've had billion dollar lawsuits. But you know what the cool thing is? They get those little kindergartners to so start smoking early. Bubblegum flavored. Yeah. I'll tell you, you get a six year old kid to start sucking on nicotine. <laughs> what are you looking at him? I got I got the gum and the lozenge in my mouth. There and you I go. You're a prime example. In years. And, hey, and that's yeah, a real weird, quick that's show. A show how steady your hands are right now with all the nicotine you have. Pretty good. Not. I mean, no, not see. really. But that's yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Michael J. Fox. 
keep fucking banging out that Nick D. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to uh, go ahead and jump in here. Like I said, I think Mo's the buy here right now, M.O. Um, you know, word on the street is that I'm inside and I know a lot of people, connected people, because I'm in card rooms late at night. A lot of people whispering inside information to me. So who says this? A lot of people. Word on Nobody. word in my brain. Oh, okay, I got word you. in my brain. <laughs> Nobody says it. which we call the street. <laughs> so if you guys want the little to play, kids on your street, all right, I got you. Here's the thing. I talked about my interest in QuantumScape last week, and I held off on buying because I think this market's a little choppy. I've got my eyes on QS. I haven't bought it, but that's not my secret sauce. Okay. My secret sauce that uh, I'm hearing, if you want to play a highly speculative crypto, is STPL, Stream Protocol. Super... I will go take a shit now. Hold on, no, I'll be back. It's not I gonna... can't even listen to this. What are you doing, Awi? <laughs> Did you if just you... say you're, you're going to do a crypto stream protocol? Here's it's. Uh, now, I know that you still have battle fatigue over being a protocol, which I did not. It's like how he just got back from Vietnam and he yeah. started doing helicopter sounds. Really. Yeah, I just heard it. No, I'm going to do a crypto. It's called what the what are you pushing right now? <laughs> I'm saying for those non boomers that like action, they like to okay. lose money. OK, okay. keep going. Uh, ticker is STPL stream protocol. This is going to drive you up uh, even more uh, insane. It's only being traded on, I want to say, two different exchanges. And what the? F so I know, I know. Settle down, Grandpa. So you're going to have. Who the fuck is buying this? You can buy it. Here's what you if you go to, if you fly to Vietnam and you meet a 13 year old girl. Hey, we don't do those jokes. What do we get show. for $5? Dude. Anyway. If you want to get it, if you want, if you want to get in, okay, dear, dear Hunter, calm down one second, dude. Evan's whole life is flashing in front of him right now. Do you see that look at his face? Oh, he's, he's got like, the edit button. He's good. my old friend. I'm, I'm what, you're all do, out, Evan. what you're gonna do if you want to go buy this STPL? Open up an L Bank account. It's okay. Chinese. It's CCP. Yeah. Oh, it's dirty really as fuck. L Bank. Does it play right. joke? Does it pee in the coke? <laughs> This Daddy, could be possibly Daddy, the worst fucking advice hey, ever on. On show. Daddy what? likes the white pee on the front butt. Okay. So anyway, here's what you do. You go, you go to L Bank, you open up your self-account, and then you transfer in some USDT. Nav, nav. Yeah, I'm getting the light. And you buy yourself <laughs> some STPL if you want a nice nice uh action play on some ghetto crypto there you go stpl talk to me next week howie and see what it's at oh yeah, yeah, yeah because, because, because yeah because the last time you told me that you said i'm gonna prove to howie that i'm gonna stake this hex then i'm gonna trade howie. it turn it by the way howie, Steph, you're, you're, you if he's right howie can we make a bet like howie if chris neff is right you're gonna wear your hat on your whole head and not just the back of your head. Is that yeah, no more Dennis to menace it? Yeah. And you know what else? You know what no else? More. You're going to stop hanging out in gay poetry slam basements because that's not what we're bringing to this show. Guys, my pick of the week is find a connection with the Lord. Okay. Find God in your life. Connect with him. Know that you are, in fact, 
an important person and that you are part of the universe. And you, just like Evan said, work on yourself, man. I've told you guys what to do. Take up martial arts, okay? Get a gun, buy gold, <laughs> all right? That's what I'm telling you, bro. Work on yourself. You want to change the world? Change yourself. Buy okay? gold, kick somebody in the nuts, and then yes. shoot them in the fucking face. Yes, I agree. Dude. I agree. I, yes. I Yes. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm saying, dude. So Evan and I have the same pick. You know, I, I, I used to give out picks that I was like, I kind of interested on that, but I, I decided, I think that because people are investing money, we should all, and you guys all did great tonight should be really focused on their picks. So unless I have something I'm really super excited about, someone hits me up with something, I'm not going to tell you all I'm going to tell you what I work on every day is model of abundance, dude. You get a little love, give out a little love. I'm telling you, it will come right back to you. And it works all the time, man. You know, spread the love, man. That's my, that's my gift. That's my pick of the week. Spread the love. Galern, thank you for coming. Like I said, you're all over the place. You love it. You are literally one of my comedic idols and anybody ever comes to me and says, great dude, Neff, you are. And I, I hope you are feeling a little bit better. You're going to meet some fucking cool girl who's not a fucking crazy cunt because you're a quality dude. You're smart. You have fucking money. You're not a broke fucking loser. And you got lots to offer. So good things are coming to you, buddy. Well, nah, I, I, made a chick I wouldn't say this if it bit. wasn't true. But when I first started comedy, you were the first guy that I saw on stage that I said, that's what I want. So you will always. Sorry, be- I ruined your life. <laughs> <laughs> you will always be. Be that Are you for blaming me. me or <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I've long accepted that I'm fucked, but yeah, you were the reason that, that it happened. But thank you for coming. Um, I want to, where can they find you? Can exactly. you tell us, like, uh, what is your podcast? Oh, yeah, name? you know, what, uh, like you? the last few tweets I've had, it's like it says, Galern, why aren't you on TikTok? And I have some fucking asshole on a TikTok, like, I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> I'm not on Instagram. I am on Twitter. I write jokes on Twitter at Jason Galeran. So you can follow right. me there. I will. And thank you, lad, so much. And, Go ahead. And one other Jason. thing, one other thing, stick around after the credits uh, because we're going to drop in uh, a little uh, piece of the promo code podcast. If we can, if you're cool with that. Thank you, lads. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. So stick Glenn, around. I can't wait to see you again. I love hugging you, buddy. You're my, you're my hero, favorite. Trip, and your two daughters. You give me hope. Like, Galern's the best. Galern brings his own <laughs> booze to a gig. That's how. That's how you know he's the best. <laughs> he'll show. He'll. He'll. He'll play a place where the drinks are free. Bring his own beer because he's a young <laughs> Christian warrior, brother. I love you. Congratulations on your kid killing it, dude. It's great to know too, that bro. we got awesome. water polo fucking superstars out there. And we love you guys very much. Guys, check out all of our websites for our dates, samtriplee.com. Like I said earlier, uh, I'm going to be in Miami. The big 500's coming. I'm going to be on Miami with Howie Dewey. Let's get it going, guys. And uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in, Cash Daddies. Tell your friends, man, and make some, bang some fatties, guys. We love you. Thanks, Final lads. words, Evan. Final words. Shout out, Zach Wilson. Yeah! Yeah!
Hello, this is Jason Gillern. If you dig what you're hearing, please go to irishcomic.com and hit that donate button. Thank you. All right, welcome back. This episode of the Promo Code Podcast with Jason Galern is brought to you by Footpuss. All right, Footpuss. So if you have a foot fetish, listen up, because this is for you. So what is Footpuss? Well, basically, it's like a lifelike foot with a vagina on top of it, okay? Now, the vagina is just above the ankle, so... You know, Phil, the owner, told me that when they were building this thing, they deliberately left in the ankle because they figure, you know, people might be into ankles as well. Phil said they actually thought of creating, like, ankle puss, right? Along with, like, kneecap puss, calf pussy, and asshole puss, which I would buy. I mean, that almost seems fucking normal. But, uh, but anyway, they wanted to stop and just see how well foot puss sells, and so far... They're on back order, so definitely look for ear puss down the line. So yeah, the vagina is just above the ankle, uh, and it's actually a cankle. So if you're into fat chicks too, you're going to be very happy with this product. The pussy is regular size though. Now you might think foot puss is a strange product, but when you fuck it, it really starts to make sense, okay? Because the foot gives you something to grab onto, right? unlike your basic pocket pussy. But make sure not to grab too hard. I did a test run with foot puss and ripped a few toes right off the fucking thing. Okay? And I saw this as a problem with the product, and I called Phil, the owner, right away to explain this. And the first words out of his mouth were, you lost a few toes, right? So they know about the issue, and they're working on it. And right away, he sent me some replacement toes. And from now on... Every foot puss is shipped with replacement toes. So whether you want to save them in case the same thing happens or fuck them too, that's a personal choice. But you will have replacement toes, okay? Not one of each. It's kind of a grab bag type of thing. So it's better than nothing, okay? You get what you get and you don't throw a foot. Stay with me. Okay, they want me to tell you also that, quote, foot puss is made from 100% medical grade silicon. So it's the closest experience one can have to having sex with a real foot. Wait, what? The fuck? Who wrote this? Jeffrey Dahmer? What else it come with? Oh yeah, it also comes with a book on how to use it, which should be pretty fucking clear, but... uh, It's really just a pamphlet. There's a few sketches of people fucking this thing, so you really don't need it. I used it to clean up cum. What's also very cool is that it has a camera on it. Okay, a tiny little 4G camera. Such a cool feature. I used the camera to tape a comedy set recently. It was in my car. I forgot my regular camera, so I propped it up, shot the entire thing, killer fucking quality. I bombed, so I deleted my set, but pretty fucking handy. The other comics were like, dude, what the fuck is that? And uh, I was like, what does it look like, bro? It's camera puss. I got two orders that night. And these things do hold their value pretty well, okay? 
And what's great is you can always sell them back to the company. They do factory refurbish them and resell them. So if you're in the market for a used foot puss, I mean, you got to be pretty cheap and super horny, but contact them directly. I only sell new. All right, so I have some customer reviews here. Don't take my word for it. Horny72 says, three cheers for foot puss. Hip hip pussy. Did I just read that? I love the different choice in skin colors they have. However, it would be nice to mix and match, i.e. an Asian foot with a black pussy. Fair enough. It's a good note. I'll mention that to Phil. Uh, let's see. Adam and Steve says, We love our new foot puss and do some crazy role-playing with it. While I love having normal sex with it. Is that normal? I don't fucking know. While I love having normal sex with it, my husband Steve likes to fist it, then flip it over and use it as a puppet. He's so silly. What kind of puppet show is that? Uh, Goo Blaster writes, Thank God for foot puss. I love the silicon. It's extremely durable. I made the mistake of leaving it on the floor and my one-year-old terrier got a hold of it and used it as his new chewy toy after he fucked it too. Luckily, he just chewed the flaps of the vagina, which only made it look even more real. I love my mangled foot puss. Well, there you go. Got to tell Petco about this shit. Dildo Fildo says, I love it. And I really love the concept of a foot with a built-in vagina. But I think it would be even better to have a vagina with a built-in foot instead. Then I could wear them as slippers. Hey, that's a good idea. As long as you don't leave the fucking house in them. Uh, Swingstar says, four stars for foot puss. We love using your product. The only reason we're not giving it five stars is the vagina is a little too tight and not deep enough for my wife's penis. But we manage. Thank you, foot puss. Yeah, that's kind of a, been a common knock on the product. People have said that the vagina is a bit shallow. You know, it's not deep enough. Yeah, that might be true, but only because if you remember, the vagina is encased in a foot, right? I mean, let's not forget why you bought the fucking thing. It's a foot, fuckhead. All right, so anyway, this is a great company. They're going to send you your foot puss in discreet packaging so nobody knows that you just ordered a foot with a vagina on it. You know, besides your mailman. You can't fool him. He knows you're a freak. And you can send your foot puss back if you are not 100% completely satisfied, if you know what I mean. And they will accept it back with no questions asked. Besides, why are you returning foot puss? But don't answer. You don't have to. You know? Just put it in the fucking mail. They'll take it. Or give it to your mailman. Maybe he'll keep it. If he's a freak too. Save you the postage. Alright, that's it. Go to their website. Order a foot puss. And you're going to get one free defective foot puss. Okay? This thing might have seven toes. No toes. Maybe the vagina kind of looks like a dick. I don't know. Whatever. It's deformed. But this will probably get you off even quicker. Okay? Just type in the promo code Serial Killer. Serial Killer. And they will hook you up. All right, that's it. Thank you so much. Check out irishcomic.com, jasongalern.com. 
Uh, leave a review, man, on iTunes or wherever the fuck you leave a review. Donate to the podcast. Buy my new CD. Come see me live at the Comedy Store. Some shit. And uh, stay cool always. Thank you so much for listening to the Promo Code Podcast with Jason Galern. Jason Galern.